What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Metal Brain Podcast. I have a very special episode today. Um, this is a pre-recorded episode of a podcast um, from September 19th, 2020, uh, before the Metal Brain Podcast was born. I knew that I had wanted to do a podcast for a long time, um, and so I was having some fun with my buddy Daniel, um, who you've already had on the podcast just about an episode ago, and uh, he was helping me out recording some content so that I had some archived footage and audio to be able to upload when I made the podcast. So we talk about like my obsession with Megadeth, the plans for the podcast, and our musical preferences, and I think it's a cool episode because... It's kind of a look back before the birth of the Metal Brain podcast, so uh, you can kind of see some uncontrolled, unplanned um, aspects of what we were trying to do, what we were fucking around with, and uh, just kind of the direction that I thought to take it in. Um, And I think because I wasn't so serious at the time, because I didn't have the Metal Brain podcast down, um, I just kind of didn't care and had more fun about it. So uh, enjoy this podcast from September 19th, 2020. Okay. Uh, other news. You see this over here? Yeah, I was actually trying to see what that was. Okay, so Dave Mustaine, of course, wrote another book, and yeah. it's called Rust in Peace, and it's about how the album Rust in Peace became what it was. <clears throat> like, basically mm-hmm. the behind-the-scenes kind of thing. But the fancy thing about mine is, so I'll show you the book, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's okay, it's yeah. it's a cool book. That's not the cool part of mine. I'm also getting a T-shirt in the mail. It should be coming soon, uh, a limited edition one. But then it's got like a laminated bookmark. Pretty cool. It's got a letter of like authenticity thing. Then the fanciest schmanciest part is a signed Dave Mustaine autograph. The date, the date, the date on it is part of the graphic because that's when Rust in Peace oh, was. Oh, okay. It's 1990, but the signature is Sharpie. Oh wow! So <sighs> you he probably what signed like a hundred of them or something, or he signed a good amount, but <laughs> you had to pay extra for it. But uh, I think for the book with that stuff and then a, the limited T-shirt was like a hundred and ten bucks. That's not too bad, actually. I was like, uh, for an autograph from Dave Mustaine, one of my biggest heroes ever, uh, it's yeah, worth it. Sure. And obviously, I'm going to want to meet him in person and get an autograph in person, too. But this will yeah. suffice. <clears throat> Shit, I got an autograph from the one and only Drake Bell when I saw him at the loft. <laughs> he was at the loft. Wait, when? I think you told me about that, but when was that? That would have been... In- that would have been 2018. Oh, so when he was already fairly... Well, he was fairly famous for a while anyway, but... I mean, yeah, but, like... Well, he was at, his music was bigger, <clears throat> like, right... Like, at the end of Drake and Josh, and then right after Drake and Josh. is like, his music was still, eh. And then, like, in 2015, he made a like a rockabilly album almost like it had some stray cat covers on there 
which Next. aren't bad actually like he actually did them very well rock and he recorded them he, he recorded them analog so there's no like you know uh pitch correcting his vocals or anything so that's good well i think he has a good voice anyway so he doesn't yeah, really yeah, need yeah. it but yeah so anyway i just his tickets were only like 18 bucks for the loft and which is out of business now i don't know if you heard that what because yeah, of covid loft. yeah oh no dang that place was i'm here's my thing okay not to bring this whole conversation into the covid world but we will never go back to normal after this like what we consider normal before this all happened but once things level off again and we're fairly safe if ever i think some things will start to reopen and stuff I hope, like I know a lot of places that are closing because of that that are closed indefinitely. For me, by the way. Oh, you're freezing a bit too. Uh oh, can you still hear me at least? Uh oh, we might have lost Daniel. Uh oh. There we go. I can hear you now. All right, you're back. Yeah. So, what were you gonna say? Uh, here, turn your video off and turn it back on. I think you're you're frozen for me at least. Nice picture. I dig it. <laughs> there we go. So, anyways, so you said it won't go back to normal, but what? But once it starts to level off, then when we're quote unquote safe again, I think some things will start to open again because I know a lot of places that have closed until further notice. Yeah, because there's not enough business. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know like the the status of their closing. Like, I don't know if it's like for good. If it's just until they can start making money again. <clears throat> I mean, but... it's a fairly decent venue, so I would assume that they would. They're not just throwing in the towel now. They, there's I no mean, way. Who knows? Maybe they. Yeah, maybe they just. But I don't know how all that. I I know they had to have changed it because of COVID, but I don't know if like businesses like that still have to pay you know property tax and shit. But well, I don't know. yeah, so. I don't know if there's any kind of deferments on that stuff with any of the laws that have been passed or I bills. Think there has. But I yeah. I mean, and again, I guess we'll my see. rent my rent has still been my rent. Nothing's changed on that, so I can't imagine it would really change. Yeah, but you're for also them. not. You also don't need your house to make money, too. Or I guess well, your house isn't your business, is what I'm saying. Like that's not why you're paying taxes there. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess it does get a little bit different with business versus residential, but I, I doubt it that, changes. That's for a them. whole nother. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but either um, way, I hope there's. I hope it is that you know. I hope it is the. Uh, situation that they can come back or maybe someone bought it from them or is going to buy it and turn it into another venue you know what i'll tell you the biggest disappointment for me when covid hit at the very beginning of this year when it really hit hard and everybody started canceling concerts so literally the day before i was going to see devin townsend with haken kaylee and i had tickets the day before canceled it and i was like damn well i got tickets to see tool in may so maybe that'll be fine nope that Dude, got I fucking went, canceled too I, I was gonna i was supposed to see dance gavin dance with animals as leaders oh that would have been cool i like animals tone yeah uh, and a uh, yep 
and that got canceled like two weeks before we were gonna go <laughs> see him. But it got rescheduled for this April, which you know, fingers crossed. So I'm still okay. So the two hundred one, that's SOL. That one got completely canceled. I got refunded my money for the tickets, uh, and I mean, I went so far as because I know Tool is one of my dad's favorite bands, along with Pink Floyd and How Rush. How did you like their new album? I. Hold, let me let me finish this, and then I'll talk about that. Yeah, so I I, I literally so th- I was getting up every morning at five thirty to get to work at six. I knew the day of that the tickets were going to go on sale for that Tool concert. The minute that the tickets went on sale, based on previous experience from the last time they came to Michigan, the tickets sold out in like two minutes. So I was like, I need to be on top of this. I need to get three tickets. Me, my dad, and Kaylee. Mm -hmm. I was able to, to secure three tickets. It was very stressful. I had to like take a break and like call and do all this crazy shit to get it. But I got them, and mm-hmm. like for a decent price, it was like three hundred dollars for three tickets. Which, for Tool, that's fairly cheap because you can get. A, they were good seats. They weren't the best, obviously, but they were good. So mm-hmm. three hundred bucks for three is fine for me. And then, so I got that refunded. And then, the Devin Townsend one, that was fairly cheap. That was like twenty bucks a ticket or thirty-five a ticket or something like that, which wasn't bad so i got a ticket for myself and then for kaylee and uh that has not been officially canceled at least as far as i know so it's mm-hmm. still postponed so i'm hoping that gets like rescheduled for next year at least so i can still see him because it was with haken and i don't know if you listen to them i think i've heard of them h-a-k-e-n yeah i'm gonna tell you one song or two songs mm, one song that i really love from them that you need to write down or type it somewhere or pull it up to listen to so Haken, H-A-K-E-N. The song is Cockroach King. That is like one of my all-time favorite songs of theirs. Gonna look it up. I mean, don't play it, <laughs> but uh, uh, <clears throat> Cockroach King. I'll well, it's in your headphones, but don't. I mean, it's a long song. Just listen to it on your own time. Oh. You got to fully enjoy it. Um, but. I was so tempted to pay an extra $100 for my ticket for Devin Townsend to get the VIP package <clears throat> to do a meet and greet and take pictures and stuff. And I didn't end up going through with it, but now once it, if hopefully it gets rescheduled, I'm definitely going to do that so that I can meet him and maybe get a signed autograph from him and all that fun stuff. Because <clears throat> he's cool. He's pretty cool, you know? <coughs> Unless you're you're not a Devin Townsend fan, I've really never even listened to him that much. Oh, but no. I know I know the music he's made. You know, I know what kind of music he makes. Okay, there are very different subgenres of metal. Obviously, there's thrash metal, progressive metal, death metal, sludge metal, stoner metal, whatever you want to go to. Then there's Devin Townsend mm-hmm. metal. Yeah, he's his own style. Hmm. <clears throat> you need to look up one of my favorite songs of his. I'm going to give you a fucking playlist after this whole conversation. And th- so Devin Townsend, you got to look up March of the Poozers. Poozers. Poozer. He he he's invented like his own world. Ziltoid. That's like one of his greatest albums. It's like Ziltoid album. Okay. Cuz it's like it's like his own world with like these puppets and stuff and it's yeah. like <clears throat> The March of the Poozers. It's such gotcha. a good song. He has a lot of good songs, but 
<clears throat> Man, this weather changing is messing with my sinuses. Um, God damn. I was so pissed when that stuff got canceled. But with the new Tool album. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I wasn't entirely impressed. Okay. I know the song Pneumonia from it got pretty big, but I think that's just because it was like the first single from it. Here's my thing. I love Tool. One of my all-time favorite bands. I was very excited when they had this new album coming out because it was their first album in a very long time. Yeah, since what, 2005 <clears throat> or something? Right. I never... I, I'm someone who still buys physical CDs. Yeah. I didn't buy it because the only physical copy that was available anywhere I looked was like the Supreme Ultra Deluxe Edition for $45. What did it come with? It's just like the double disc with all this. It's just the, any kind of like deluxe version of a CD. And Does I was like, like a commentary <clears throat> CD with it or something. I don't know. And I don't care. I don't, I'm, I, the most I pay for a CD is like 15, 16 bucks. And that's fine. Like the last Testament album that came out, I picked that up. The last Opeth album that came out, I picked that up. Like I'll get CDs as long as it's a regular CD and it's fairly decent priced, but it Maynard, you know, Maynard, mm -hmm. Yeah. He's gone a little cuckoo in his later years now. and He's always been a little <clears throat> off. Yes, but the way that he's trying to market everything with Tool, just the fact of pushing that out so much, like, well, we need to make a lot of money, so let's only do the deluxe edition for $45. So if you want to buy the album, that's the only one you can get. It's that kind of mentality. and it, It's just like, mm, I'll stream it at this point if I really want to listen to it, but... I was not entirely impressed for something. And again, it was very hyped. So yeah, it was very likely it was going to fall short of the hype just by nature. But it fell so far short for me. I mean, uh, was there, <clears throat> I tried skimming through the songs <clears throat> and I don't know, like, I don't want to say Tool is like an energetic band by any means, but I just feel like it lacked that cool. Essence. You know how like they're yeah, you know how they're like older songs. <clears throat> I mean like schism. Like there's like you know very like cool and like different. A little and then like <clears throat> and then like a cool little energy comes in with that dun, 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 mm -hmm. dun, with all that stuff. It's and, progressive stuff. I mean yeah. I don't know. I just feel like that was lacking on this album. It, it kind of all blended together. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't listened to it in a couple months. Like it, it was that disappointing. Not, not that it was like terrible, but it was that not impressive to me, or it was mm -hmm. that unimpressive to me that I haven't listened to it. And again, I listen to a lot of music all the time. Yeah, a lot, and mm -hmm. it's not one that I go back to. Things I go back to are like. You know, Megadeth, Peace Cells, or Rust in Peace, Testament, uh, Dark Roots of the Earth, Mastodon. Which, we should actually, I mean, if we're talking about like a, doing, like planning a podcasting, it'd be cool to have like a, a five albums of the month type thing or like a top, yeah, and like it, an it, album of the week by each of us. Obviously, and, it, and if this conversation gets released as an episode, 
then we're just not sure about how often we want to release these. I mean, we could do a handful of them at once and release them once a week or once every two weeks or once a month or whatever. We just kind of got to figure out the logistics of that. So if we wanted to do like, even if we did one every week, you know, four episodes a month, the last episode or the first episode could be like, or uh, like the last episode of the month can be the one where we go, these are the top albums of the month, my top uh, favorite songs of the month as a part of it. We, so we can do that. I mean, the the, the possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. We can do whatever we want. We can swear. We can say shit, bitch, fuck, cunt, anything we want to say. FCC but can't touch me. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, they cannot. No, 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 no. All I gotta say is. Freedom of speech. Yes. And no copyright infringement <laughs> was intended. So, speaking, I, I, it's so cringe going back to some of my old, old, old videos on that stupid channel I never should have done where, like, I had Grim music beats. in there. Yes. And it, like, I do not own the copyright to this song. No yeah, monetary like value was attributed from this. Like, it doesn't. It, he was like, I don't want to get in trouble, so let yeah. me just say this. And now it's so much easier because I don't have to look for anything. I Any kind of background music I use for anything is my own stuff. Mm. I do not need to look for royalty-free stuff anymore. I don't need to do any of that searching stuff. It's just so much easier. And I can just be like, hey, if you like the background music, you can go buy it or you can go stream it if you want. Yeah. So... um. Yeah, so that's cool. It's fun stuff. Um, Do you, like, purposefully make background music, or you just take the songs from, like, earlier on in the channel, and you just kind of put those in the back? Pretty much. And then I've thought about writing stuff for it, but then I come to the the, the point of, like, hey, if I'm recording this song specifically to be a background song, why not just release it as a song anyway? Because it is in itself a song. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not going to like make it. And would it be just like a, <clears throat> eh, I'm putting this out because I recorded it anyways? Well, it's not like I'm going to make you a. I'm to put some like effort into I'm it. I'm not so. going to make like a four bar thing that's like. Boom, tss, mm, tss, boom, tss, mm, that just loops forever. Like. <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to do something like that where it just constantly loops. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to put effort into it. And a lot of times when I have a video that's 10 minutes long or something, you know, you're going to hear three or four of my songs during the span of that video if yeah. the video itself doesn't have a song in it mm. so easy peasy lemon squeezy easy breezy cover girl so i also wanted to try this idea of me playing drums <laughs> and singing at the same time okay phil collins but i don't know i don't know if i kind of i can feel it coming in the air get fucked speaking of which uh <laughs> <laughs> I always say come, coming in my butt tonight. Oh my god. Way to take it there. Yeah. Jeez. She's Daniel. No but Dude, Noah actually showed me a Genesis song uh Behind the Lines. Do oh you yeah. Know that song. Yep. He okay. Okay, it's, I'll it's, let you finish. I'll let you finish. He's he's very 
for what Genesis is, like he's a pretty like he has very really cool drum beats for Genesis. <laughs> As a vocalist though, I don't he's not like even in top fifty. Okay, he's I love him in Genesis. I don't like him on his own. Yeah, okay. I've never really gotten into his own shit either. God, I can't I actually can't stand two of his own songs. Uh, I can't oh, I don't care anymore. That one Yeah, it's dude, overplayed. Oh gosh, get, don't get care anymore. I just don't care. And then okay, so like I so, Is that Doggo? No, that's Kitty that's Cat. Better. Uh Doggo's in his crate. He can't be trusted to be out on his own yet. He's only yeah, You have to keep him in there for like what a year? Uh, well, you don't keep him in it. I mean, you take well, him I know out, but yeah, like for crate night, training at night, at night. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh something like that is usually when you let him free roam. There's a whole big thing because like I'm training him the right way. You know, I had a lot of dogs growing up in my family and people that had dogs that weren't so well trained. We had some dogs like with uh, with my dad and my brother and my mom and I at my dad's house where they were just, they happened to be good dogs. So they didn't need much training. They were just good dogs. Um, but I don't let him jump on the couch. I don't let him jump up on people. I mean, I've been seriously doing a lot of training with him, especially since COVID and we're all like locked at home, uh, and doing the crate training stuff. And he's done really well. And the the benefit of having a German shepherd is they're extremely intelligent. So he catches on to new things very quickly, very Mm -hmm. fast. Yeah. Um, but as I was saying, there is a video because you remember in 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 marching band, everybody coming up to the tenors to go do 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 do. Yeah. So there is a guy that I saw a video of on Facebook who did a ninety-nine drum fill of that. He had a line of drums that went out oh, of his yeah. studio. I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. Like, I'd rather watch that than see somebody else do it as a fucking meme. I can't stand it. Oh, I can't stand it. Oh, I can't stand it. It's just, uh, no. No, thank you. Yeah, I don't even... Yeah, there's just something about like a lot of 80s pop, power pop songs, power pop ballads or whatever you want to call them that just really they don't grind do it. your gears. Yeah, you know what really <laughs> grinds my gears? Oh my god. So, did you Oh man. Did you see the thing that I shared on Facebook by chance? Do you go on Facebook much? Not a leap, not not a lot, no. Did you see the the video that I shared of the song that I wrote recently? The instrumental called Glory? Uh-uh. You know who Andy James is? The guitar player? Is he like a YouTube guitarist? He started out doing stuff on a course called Lick Library. And then he got very, very good and very popular. And now he does his own solo stuff really good guitar player <clears throat> but he has his own like uh plug-in for guitar uh-huh. uh, oh i did see that i did see that you, you saw that video yeah okay yeah i wrote <laughs> something you saw but you saw the song did you see just the song that i posted on facebook or did you see the review thing that i did 
I saw the review. Okay, so the song is on Facebook too, and I can show you later too. But that was very interesting to do because everything just fit in really well. That's a really good plugin. I'm not gonna buy it because I have other ones that I've bought. But mm-hmm. for the time that I had it as a demo to write that song, it's good stuff. Yeah. It's good you stuff. didn't you didn't have to do much for mixing. They just kind of fell into place fairly well. I did a little bit of stuff because you have to always do something, but it just kind of worked. And yeah. I did this weird, like I'm, I've been in this world of trying weird things and milking them for as much as possible. Okay. So it's just musical ideas. So just it can getting be, as much out of it as you as much need. out of a theme, which is how you usually write a good song is you keep some kind of theme, right? Whether it's a rhythmic theme or some kind of um, melodic theme or whatever. Yeah, I know what you mean. But the theme of this was seven chords. Hmm. Okay. So it starts with a major seven any, chord. Okay, yeah, any seven. It starts with a major seven chord. It drops a half step to a minor seven chord. It goes up a full minor third to a major seven chord. That's It's only three chords in that whole song. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and... I just, I, it just started off as an experiment. I'm like, I'll oh, just do a bunch of seven chords and see what kind of comes out of it. And then that came out of it. Mm-hmm. But like, I've been trying to do that with a lot of different things, just milking it for something like that, as simple as seven chords, milk it for yeah. all it is. <clears throat> and that song came out of it. Hmm. That's uh, I kind of did that <clears throat> same thing with the song I have. It's not a very uh, long song. I made it in like two days. And it was just like a small idea because I've been getting kind of into indie, I guess, rock. And like a lot of it is, you know, know, a lot of it is like major, it's major key driven, but it's a lot of like non-traditional diatonic like scale shit. It's just a bunch of like major chords Mm -hmm. a lot of times. And like there's not really a specific like scale or anything so i just took my guitar and i i have three chords and i play a d major down to a c major and it's it's almost like c major is my root but i started on d so it almost so the key is kind of in d so you're kind Um, of doing like okay but it's it's not like i'm not doing a lot with it but you know i do have variations from like the verse to the chorus so like the chorus is kind of like a, it almost has like, not a Latin vibe with like the <clears throat> instruments, but more of like the ry- the rhythmic feel. Mm-hmm. So it's like the guitars go dun 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 and then the drum is like boom kaboom 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 kaboom. Yeah, that's very Latin right there. But so I had that because I was like, I kind of like the idea of not like mashing pop into music, but I like the idea of like being more <laughs> acceptable to a wider variety of people. But I don't I didn't want to make it too poppy. So I was like, OK, I can't just keep doing that because that actually annoys me. <laughs> so I only did it for a certain amount. And then during the choruses, it's like this very atmospheric indie feel and and then out of nowhere it like it almost turns into like a pop disco like okay i like it you're gonna have to show me that if you can 
I, I I'm saying all these different genres, like it changes like system of a down type thing. <laughs> oh yeah. But it's, but no, I know. I get what you're saying. I know what you mean. Cause like, not, even in that song that I did, that I was talking about, it's very kind of, you know, solo artist, instrumental type of song. And then yeah. at the middle where the solo is, it gets very, I don't know what the vibe would be. It's, it's kind of a Spanishy kind of sound just with the, with the, with the, um, note choices I made for the solo. Like we uh, talking like mariachi type Spanish. Mm. We talking like a festival type, like type Rio de Janeiro type. <laughs> let's see if I can link. Let me see. Let me just try or to like find a, this. <laughs> No, not so much, not Phrygian, not so much, not so much that, but it's like, uh, here, I'll just, I'll just try to find it on my computer and I'll pull it up here because, uh, let me throw that down there. Files are too powerful. Max file size is eight megabytes. Okay. Well, never mind. Um, I mean, you could probably, that's dumb. Oh, well. Uh, discord where you at? There we go. Um. Anyway, it's just a very different kind of... Oh, I got it. Problem solved. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's just... It's a very interesting flavor that I added into it. Let's see if I can... Here we go. I got it on Dropbox. See if I find it. Ready? Right here. Can you turn it up more because it keeps cutting in and out? That might be an internet thing. See if I can. Well, no, it almost just kind of like my Yeah, no, it stopped right there. I can't hear anything. Okay. Well, I'll have to show you afterwards. I think it. I think it's your mic cutting it, it off. No, I think what it is is it's it's the. I don't have a gate on. It's uh. uh it's the internet trying to stream the audio. Um, oh, okay. I, I heard it for a second. It almost sounded more like Irish than... But yeah, because you, you heard the part before the solo okay, leading up into yeah, it. So, <laughs> um, but it, it was just a very cool... Because it was still that same change from that major 7 to minor 7 half step down to a minor 3rd up major 7 chord. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Like a, it's like a 1, 7, 2. 1, 7, 2? One's yeah, one seven two chord progression. One seven 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 two seven. Uh if that makes sense. I know what you mean. Um and it's major seven, minor seven, major seven? Yep. But in yep. the minor third of the second major seven chord. Yeah. So it's like it's just okay, I'll give you a tip then. Any time you take a major seven chord, you play it. You drop yeah. it down a half step and make it a minor seven chord. It's got a very kind of Spanish sound. Yeah. Anytime you do that, it's just kind of what it is. But oh, speaking of which, I got this <clears throat> new acoustic guitar. Me and my brother kind of chipped in together. It's a breed Taylor. Love. Oh, they're nice. Yeah, I like the. It's our first hard body <clears throat> guitar. Oh, hey, I got a new guitar not too long ago too. Uh. Mine's a John I Petrucci. I saw that. I saw that. Um, seven like string. He, he got it. He got it. Yep. You can finally degent now. 
I've been I've been dabbling in the gentiness, but it's very weird changing st- styles because I went from playing a lot of thrash to dream theater progressive metal, which gent stuff is kind of progressive, but mm-hmm. gent is its own style with its own techniques. It's and more it's yeah, it's more of like a progressive feel as in rhythmic. Yeah, yeah, as in like how how weird can we make something fit into a four four measure? <laughs> well, even just like the bow bow wow, like that kind of like yeah, even the techniques to use that is weird. It's different and to the, like make sounds and stuff, and the way they yeah call mute some notes is weird. they don't they sometimes they don't even just it's just like dead mute. Yeah, there's yeah, no wow. it's not a harmonic mute or anything. It's just like yeah, it's just a very percussive like yeah, which again I've I have written some stuff because it's a seven string that is in the line of gentiness, but it's not just straight up gent because I don't think I could write something as just straight up gent unless I sat down and seriously tried. I mean, gent's been, I mean that whole like gent genre. I mean, there's not really a gent genre. It's more of like the, the style of whatever sound the guitar is making, but the gent, the gent, the gent, the gent, but like, I don't know. Like, Let's see what's a band like have you heard of the band Born of Osiris? Yes. Like they're a very they're not even they're like more of that when that whole math core or math metal came out, like they're kinda yeah. like And so like I remember listening to one of their songs and I only like one of their songs because it's the only one that I heard. And when I went to listen to their other songs, I was like, Well, it sounds just like the first one I found, so I'll just keep listening to that one. <laughs> so <laughs> I only, I don't know. It's more. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, this is really cool, and like, you know, I guess different bands have their own way of doing it. But then when you, not saying all the bands are like this, because there are a lot of bands that I like that, you know, differ between song to song. But I mean, a lot of them are just copycats. Yeah, a lot of them just like they, they heard someone do it, they made a song that happened to stand out, but then they can't keep reproducing that. Right. You know what I mean? One hit wonders. Yeah, it's where they come yeah. from, um, and see that's a see going back a little bit too. You were talking about like the pop stuff, like how you were getting some pop into some of your music and whatnot. I, that's the thing that I don't understand with a lot of people who are just like hardcore metal. It's only metal. Anything else is trash. Metal pop sucks. <laughs> Electronic sucks. Yeah, Everything right. sucks. Like all those kinds of people. I hate that because I like all kinds of music. Yeah. And right. like, so like the, obviously like this podcast is going to have probably no bearing whatsoever on my actual YouTube channel thing. Cause it's going to be a whole separate thing. Uh, so I can say more things without worrying about people finding out when I want it to be a surprise, like albums and songs and stuff. Um, but this cover that I'm working on now, like a metal cover is a backstreet boys song. Yeah, you so, sent me. You sent me some. But it's like it's, it's so one fun. Of those, it's like it's fun. You can you can do Yeah, but like what people don't realize with like like it's not even like you have to like pop music in general. It's like if you take something that's different like metal and add its own little poppy twist I mean, Rob Zombie. Like, that's how you. I mean, yeah, that's how you make different. Like, that's how different genres are born. And, like, 
I mean, just look at like, look at how many genres of metal there are now because people are like, well, I'm gonna fuse this with this, or I'm mm -hmm. gonna fuse that with that, and like, I don't know the biggest. Like, what's the most heard <laughs> genre now that we still hear on the radio? It, it's it's like that five finger death punch stuff is oh, all I hear on the radio. Is the what thing it that's like that was supposedly the new wave of thrash metal. You mean that bullshit? That's what they said. I legitimately remember someone trying to say Five Finger Death Punch is part of the new wave of thrash metal. I was like Humanity Dude, I would is consider lost. Them like a, I could see their argument if they said nope. it's like an, a different wave of like not like thrash groove metal. Not thrash. Not thrash though. Not thrash. Not thrash. Nope. I'm That's I'm, like saying that's like saying <clears throat> <laughs> that's like saying Ed Sheeran is the new wave of like the Beatles or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. Like I I, I no. grew up with all the thrash. <laughs> it ain't thrash. Trust me on that. Thrash is my roots. Um God. I don't even like Five Finger Death Punch. No, no, like nothing personal They're against early. them. I just don't well, Yeah, like <clears throat> I, me being more of like a like I said I I kind of am more into that like modern core of like metal you know the more let's get the on more, the fucking ground so break like, down I, core they're earlier yeah they're like their earlier stuff is like sounds okay because it's more it's their earlier stuff is what i would consider like what like pantera was trying not trying to do like pantera did it better but like I would consider like their early stuff like kind of trying to copy <clears throat> Pantera before Pantera stopped, you know, like with the five minutes alone. Do like, you Okay, I'm glad you said later on because do you know what Pantera did when they first started? Yeah, they were a glam metal. Band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Which cool. is why Phil Ensemble was able to get those nasty high notes. And cemetery gates. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, but God, I can't, dude. Yeah, it's so weird to see a band like Pantera. Like they were, like you know how a lot of bands nowadays, especially like, I mean you've seen them like Bring Me the Horizon. Like when they first came out in like 2005, they were deathcore. Like and now they're and now they're what? Like they're like pop rock almost. Or I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, keep track should. enough to know. So you know, you so you know what suicide silence sounds like, right? Right. So imagine that, and like from, but from two thousand five, so like more tin can <laughs> potato sounding. <laughs> I and just then, and then now they make. Oh God, who can I compare it to? That you would even. The only like. the only thing that I can't stand with that stuff is the vocals that they all do the same like. Where the fuck does this accent come from? Fireflies, like that accent. You know what I mean? They all have, not even that, because I know that's not metal, that Firefly song, but that's the closest <laughs> thing. Know. It's uh, Owl City. Yeah, I know. I love okay, Owl City. But that accent, that like the way he shapes his words, became a huge thing with a lot of emo metal and emo rock and all that kind of scene well, they're stuff not, they're not emo metal that's okay but that's where they kind of root from in a way not i'm not saying that, that that's what they did they weren't 
what panic at the so disco you're thinking, was. You're thinking more of like a pierce the veil or like yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. you're thinking, like the yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, like, pierce the whale. That, which, yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely like that's definitely why like a lot of those subgenres of metal have a bad rep because of all those emo kids. You know, that was like like uh, when a day to remember first came out. Like it was like metal, but it was like <clears throat> neon colors, like long black hair, eyeliner, and all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and true, and like true metal heads were just like. This is a disgrace. Like these uh, guys are not yeah. metal. Gross. Yeah. And but it's like I don't know. <laughs> it's whatever. Like but everyone I, likes their own taste. I mean, I you. This is the, the, the like. That's the funny thing about having different tastes. Like Kaylee and I. I mean, we live together. We've been together almost six years now, and she has her taste, and I have my taste. I'm very true to my old school metal roots. And I like some newer stuff, um, but she likes some of the old stuff, but likes a lot of the new stuff. But she also goes into the new pop and stuff like that that I don't. Then there's you. You're, you're one of my metalhead buddies. And like we like some of the same stuff that's like the progressive stuff and the thrashy stuff. And then the thing about you- metalheads, not to cut you off, is I think like even like there can be uh, so many different types of metalheads. Yeah. But, like, we all appreciate, like, we can all listen to a different type of metal song and be like, yeah, that's, yeah, like, I can see why you like that. Or, like, yeah, know, there's, like, they all have the same. You can see the appeal. Yeah, they all have the same type of, not flavor, but just, you know where it's coming from. Because we all root from the same. Anger. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much base. Uh, but, which is Satan. I don't. I don't like a lot of new stuff. Like all these bands that you're naming, I know the names. I've heard it maybe a thing or two from them, but I don't. Again, it, I don't. My music taste is stuck in a certain yeah. time period for the most part. Yeah. So, and it, I'm open-minded, but when it comes to that stuff, I don't. Dude, here's the thing though. Like I've been getting like back into like. Like, what's weird is, like, with this, a lot of the newer, a lot of the newer, like, metal bands that are coming out, like, they're super, like, heavy is a term you can use broadly. Like, you can use heavy and metal for a lot of different things. But I guess in this case, I'm talking, like, heavy is in, like, it sounds, it sounds mean and it sounds like someone's, like, very, like, tough guy right now do you, you know what I mean? do you mean like it's aggressive music or do you mean it's the cliche that everybody's doing now where they're using like eight and nine string guitars and you're calling that heavy no it's aggressive music like it sounds aggressive and <clears throat> well what i was gonna say is like a lot of these newer bands are like you know how like back you know how like in like the early, the early 2010s and like right before the like the mid 2000s like there was that cliche breakdown. Yeah. Like dun 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 Like no. a lot of these newer bands are doing Oh, I don't want to say it's like super different, but it's like a breakdown that actually fits in the song. Mm-hmm. And like That makes like, sense. I don't know, like Yeah, like a lot of the songs make sense now. It's not just like, okay, we're gonna do this because fuck it. It's like, part of it. Yeah, it's, it's. I I kind of get what you mean because there's like a again, lot of them. 
like i don't know it just almost seems like they're taking a lot of like they're taking some adv- not advice but like they're taking some like inspiration inspiration from like the band like the hardcore bands that did it from the 90s when that first started like you know when take a really good hardcore band bad brains bad brains <laughs> i don't you, know if i've ever looked what? at them okay another song you need to look up on your playlist for today it's bad brains rise rise up you got to rise rise up you wake up and rise it's such a good song i've uh let's see it the farthest back that i'll go that's like hardcore well i don't know what do you consider hardcore bad brains corn stuff like that Okay, so yeah so the earliest uh the early hardcore stuff i like would be like uh Um, I do like a lot of early Godsmack. They had some decent stuff. I didn't get into um, them very that's not much. Necessarily, that's not necessarily hardcore. It's more of like a, just like a, a sign of the times like that. Mm. I looked at them very much as like a, a wannabe Metallica. Yeah, you say that every time and I don't <laughs> see it. <laughs> uh, what? I mean, like, I, get, I think you can see it. I think you come from like the singer's perspective of like him trying to sound like James. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, and the vocals is kind of a big part of any genre. If it has vocals in it, but, uh, you're not going to have like corn. You're not going to have corn or you're not going to have like some of those hardcore breakdown bands with a singer like Rob Helford from Judas priest. Right. It just doesn't fit. So like they matter. (laughs) <laughs> makes a difference dude oh my gosh speaking of like hardcore band i know you don't like the newer scene or like you don't really know much about it but oh so you know that band guerrilla warfare yes yes i did a cover of one of their songs and two of the members commented on my video and then followed me on instagram and one of them put me on their story i was like like yeah dude and i was like Thank you. I said, like, thank you for doing that. And also pump out music like now because you guys make good shit. So are they, are they, are they big or are they like some underground or are they like, well, they're underground, but like they've, they're signed to, you know, fever three, three, three. They're, they're like a new age rage against the machine. You know what I mean? Like it's the new, like. You know how Rage is like rap metal, which is kind of under the blanket of like new metal? I wouldn't put Rage under new metal, but I know what you're saying. Then I don't know what you would consider Rage then. Rage is like... I mean, it's kind of new metal-y. To me, I mean, new... it's not like Linkin mm, Park type new metal. That, Linkin Park, that's new metal. That's like the definition of new metal. Literally, yeah. like the, like the somewhat electronic stuff in it, maybe with the super clean vocals and then the super rough vocals. Yeah, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, I wouldn't even really know. They're not, they're kind of their own thing too. Yeah, they're hard to pinpoint anyways, a certain thing. Like their, <clears throat> I think their album had like two hundred thousand streams, but that's about it. They have, which isn't bad, it's but I'm decent considering that. 
considering that Post Malone has a, has a single song that has over a billion listens. I mean, like, I mean, I think too, the sum total of the music I have streamed on all streaming platforms is probably about twenty thousand. So it's respectable. It's it's hard, yeah. So, but yeah, he he kind of shouted me out, which is nice, but. Yeah, no, they're not big. They're from Louisville, Kentucky. <clears throat> That's different. But That's they, different. They were they were put on a top. They were put on two top ten lists of like, uh, like cool new age bands to listen to or something from like By Metal who, Injection. Though? Oh, okay. Like Metal Injection and like Metal Sucks or something. Hmm. Yeah, I just so I don't. That was pretty cool. I don't keep cool, up with the new stuff as much. The most like yeah, I. Yeah. In the last six months, I got a Spotify account and started finding new bands and stuff. So, I'm not in the loop as much as I should be. But then again, like, I I don't really keep up with it. I was like, I gotta, oh, there's something new. Gotta listen to it. It's more of like... You just find them. Like a Spotify, yeah, Spotify does this thing where it's called Discover Weekly. Yeah. Just just like, Mm -hmm. give you music that's kind of similar to your taste. And so... I'll listen to that, and like ninety percent of it, I'm gonna be like, eh, skip, skip. But then you know, there's there's like one or two songs that I'll find, and I'm like, I like this, and then I'll end up enjoying the band. So it's usually that's what I do. I keep up with it. It's usually so, what I do. I but you, say, you, no. So go ahead. Going back into that, going back into that hardcore thing real quick, and uh, like you said, it was like the way the vocals are with the beatdown thing. Have you heard of this band called Knocked Loose? Nope. So they're they've gotten really big for a hardcore band, like really big for no reason. Not like super big, but like for a hardcore band, like stupid big, so are you trying to climb up here? Like Dude, they're vocalist. <laughs> like at first I didn't like him. Does he is it like oh, hold on. Let me guess. Is it like dum 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 I don't know. You have to listen to it, but he's just that. Like, just tells me possibly like, yes. You didn't say no. Did you just? What did you do? Just moan? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Wait, is that the is that the Tala guy? What? No. Are you like making a meme? No, yeah. I was just. You were said he was different, so that's the first thing that came to my head. Like instead of oh, doing it, it's just like ah. Oh yeah, dude. Okay, real quick. So you remember. You remember that one dude I showed you? Okay, anyway, so real quick, just to get it out of the way. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah, the dude's vocals just sound very, like, uh, pubescent, like, whiny teenager. Oh. But I don't know. You'll have to listen to it. (laughs) Okay, hold on. I got it. Ready? It's... Fuck you, dad! But more like screaming at the top of your lungs like you're having a temper tantrum. When will you learn? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, uh, remember that guy Amnesion or something that I showed you a while back? Yeah, but like. He's hungry lights him, now, like, right? Sexy. Yeah, 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 that guy. He's hu- Yeah, he, so ch- he, he had- went. I- Let me just say one thing before you. He- like, I lost him. Because I thought he was really cool and like his original stuff was really cool. And then all of a sudden he like dropped off the planet. 
and then came back and he he's doing the hungry lights thing now. That's like what his thing is called. But he's still fucking weird. But like he no, ch- no, no. like actually he's he's in his own band now and guess who the drummer is? It's the Oh, no, no, no. I know, I know. I know, I know, I know who it is. It's 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 uh hold on. Don't tell me. I remember this. It's the yeah. son of Fuck. No, don't tell me cuz I know this. <laughs> it's a Hold on, it's going to come to me. Big metal drummer. It's going to come to me. Fuck, who was it? I knew this not too long ago. Saw the band live. Not with him in it, though. You're going to have to You're gonna have to remind me. I can't remember. Is it Mike Portnoy? Mike Portnoy. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what... Yeah. Okay, I was thinking, I was like, wait, does he have a kid? I can't... Because I think he has a kid and a daughter or something, too. I, so, I, yeah. Anyway. But his son's name is Max. Yeah. So, yeah. So for some reason now he's just a vocalist in the band with the drummer who's Mike Portnoy's son, and they have dude. They're like very extreme. Like they're very oh, different. I've heard. And, uh, but no, I thought I've... he did that moaning thing because they have a song where like there's a breakdown buildup that happens, and then he's just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just, and then it breaks down. <laughs> no, I didn't know that, but. That's doesn't surprise me. No, that doesn't surprise me though. Yeah, that. Yeah, his new band's name is Tala. Tala, yeah. Yeah, which I think it still has like the imagery of like that Hungry Lights character or whatever. Yeah, the the weird. He has his own weird world. It's he's different, man. Okay, listen here, kitty cat. You need to lay down or get off. I'm gonna be right back. I'm kind of parched, so you're gonna get some agua. You get some agua. Go for it. Hurry back. Yep. All right, you guys, for anybody listening, uh, this is the first episode of this podcast, and we're just kind of shooting the shit right now. Um, There's no set structure or anything for how this is going to go. We're just basically trying to set up conversations and then just talking, um, kind of in the light of the way Joe Rogan does his stuff. Not that we're trying to copy him, but... um, in the same sense of it's just kind of like a conversation that you would have with a buddy and uh, just kind of talking about whatever comes to mind uh, and just recording it. So there's no like set interview structure or anything like that. So you have to let me know what you guys think of it and uh, you know if you have any suggestions of guests you would like us to talk to because um, I do want to get other guests and stuff on here. And so if we can get to a point where we get some interesting people in the metal world on here, that would be really cool. That's kind of the whole idea I had uh, for this podcast in the first place. Um, so if we can get to that point, that'd be really awesome. And if any of you out there have any kind of connections or or uh, leverage or anything to get certain people on here, uh, definitely let me know. You can probably email me. I might have an email set up for this podcast for you to... Uh, send business stuff to um, just please don't spam it or anything or I'm going to have to change it and not use the email at all and that fun things down the road can't happen that way so don't ruin the fun don't be the asshole um, but if you legitimately have some kind of connections or something then definitely let me know it'd be really cool and maybe we can hook something up and get a really cool interview or something going on on the podcast um, but yeah there's there's going to be no filters on this podcast either uh, it's we're going to have morals, you know, we're not going to talk about things that are just immorally or that are morally wrong or anything like that. 
Um, we will definitely get edgy. I can tell you that. And we're going to swear. So if you don't like that, I'm sorry. Uh, but that's just kind of the way it is. Uh, I'm not going to try to do this extensive effort to not swear and not be myself and, or do a bunch of editing to censor myself down the road. Cause it's just not worth it in the end. Cause if these conversations go as long as this one's going for hour plus multiple hours, anything like that. It's just too much work to do any kind of extra editing, any kind of post-production editing in that sense to calm through everything and censor it for your feeble little ears because you can't handle it. So if you don't like that, I'm sorry. You don't have to listen. You can go find another podcast. That's fine with me. Um, But for those of you who don't really care and are regular human beings and don't give a fuck, then cool. You can stick around and hear some interesting conversations. Um... I guess to give a little bit of backstory to who this man is that I'm talking to, uh, this is Daniel, uh, who has just returned from, uh, from unparching himself and, uh, we, we go back, we're buddies from high school and we've done some work together and stuff like that. We had a little band and we're musical buddies and stuff. So, but yeah, anyway, now that he's back, the conversation may continue. There is video of backstory on us. I think maybe could be on the old channel it's yes no maybe i can't remember i uh yeah i don't I remember we could tell the it's question, it's well no i mean i was just telling them that we're buddies from high school and stuff um oh, okay so, and and was also telling them that if their feeble little ears can't take curse words or uh possibly edgy conversations then they don't need to listen appropriately fuck off well yes and yes you can appropriately fuck off and not only that i also mentioned that possibly i might have a a business email set up like i do for my youtube channel uh where people if i specifically said if you have any kind of connections or any kind of leverage that you might want to provide to get any kind of metal person in here that we might not otherwise have the connections to get ourselves um to have a conversation with then definitely let me know i just told them not to be assholes and don't don't be the dickhead who doesn't have a connection and emails me to be a troll um because otherwise if we want to do any kind of fun interactive audience things with the email down the road if this thing gets anywhere then that just kind of ruins it so don't be the asshole don't be the fucktard don't do it um, yeah. What were we talking about before that? Hardcore? We were talking about Hungry Lights and, and Tala. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. I think that was pretty much all we had to say on that. It was your moaning breakdown. One of the one of the weirder breakdowns I've heard. Uh. <laughs> and it, it, the, he had, like, an echo and reverb effect on oh, it. Yeah, so it's like, so uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's, Yeah, it stayed pretty... <laughs> Damn, I could I could add I could add an echo on my voice in the recording, but you wouldn't hear it. Damn. I'm, 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 oh, in the recording. No, you wouldn't, because it's not streaming. I'm just recording. Oh, you don't have, oh, you, you don't have a universal controller. Do you have, do you have your ship personas through an interface? Yeah. Then you could probably do it. Do you have oh. a universal controller for your mic? I don't. If I was using my old mixer, I could just add reverb through the hardware. Or an oh, echo, okay. but I have it. Well, my my well, interface doesn't have any effects on board. What I got is this. It, well, I guess it came with the Behringer. Never. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Behringer they make very budget friendly uh, products, and 
uh, they get a bad rep, but the one thing I will Dude, say they is... They do get a bad rep because their new shit is really nice, actually. The, like, the one thing... very, very nice. The one thing I'll say about them is they have decent preamps for their interfaces, so if you're trying to record DI for guitar, it's actually really good because it's kind of reverse psychology when it comes to recording DIs for guitar, like the way I do with plugins now instead of real amps. Um, yeah. The shittier the preamp, the like or not shittier, I guess, but the dirtier the preamp for a guitar usually sounds better for metal. Yeah, just it's just the way it is, um, but no, they no Behringer makes some pretty decent, uh, especially uh, they got this new thing that my dad's bar band uses for their live mixing. It's literally a Bluetooth mixing thing that mm -hmm. has eighteen XLR inputs with also with all the that I can't talk with the instrument cable inputs in them too. You know, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. It's got like 18 of those. It's got no no knobs on the thing. It's just a box with inputs, and then it hooks up via Bluetooth, uh, a cord, or Wi-Fi to a tablet, and you control all the mixing on the tablet. Mm -hmm. I've seen that. And it's literally like instant. It's that's it's pretty really cool. Nice. I uh, I uh, it's literally like I think it's like 500 bucks for like 18 input. It's like stupid cheap. I'll tell you a story. So you've seen the mixer I used to have, right? That that gray Alesis mixer I had, it wasn't. I mean, it yeah, wasn't it cheap. Like, it was like a hundred bucks or something. Like something. It's got one, two, three, four. Um, four. But I was having latency issues for my guitar stuff, where I would play and hear it a half a second later. Um, so I needed a new interface. I went to get a Focus Right Scarlet Solo. I don't like those. I don't either. I bitched them out on YouTube. Because, dude, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, the, I got the, the solo. I bought it. I got it. Could not get it to work with my computer. Because <clears throat> uh, Windows is done with audio drivers anyway, but it yeah, would yeah. not, it would not load the driver for the actual interface. So it just would not work. And then there are times where I would try to do these troubleshoot things that they uh, tell you to do and it would brick it. Like it would, it would not light up anymore it just i was like what the fuck is all yeah. this oh hold on hold on it's not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not at the good part yet so i call their customer support i call the customer support stuff and okay. of course they're based like over on the other side of the pond he's like yeah. well, hello you know that talking to me about what's going on and he was a complete dick the entire time like i could tell he was annoyed that i even called and probably because their shit sucks and, and he gets this call all the time and we didn't figure it out. He was like, well, I'll just email you back and forth now. So we emailed for like five or six days. It took him forever to respond. Never figured it out. By the by the end of it, the last email I sent him was like, dude, uh, I couldn't figure out what was wrong. I'm sorry. I sent it back. Uh, I'm not. I'm going with a different company. This has been a terrible experience. And it was so bad. And, and I had to pay the return shipping for it on top of that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I made a whole video about it about how it was like the most disappointing thing I've ever, most disappointing purchase I've made in a very long time. The whole experience is very shitty. And there's a lot of people that were on there that were like, Hey, did you ever figure out the issue with this? And I had a comment back like, no, I got rid of the fucking thing. I never figured it out. So here's where I'm going to give props to 
PreSonus. That's the interface I have now. This thing is fucking phenomenal. It has really, really good preamps, especially for this, for, for microphones. They're very clean. So, like, this microphone, because it's notoriously quiet, it needs a lot of gain to get it up to a decent level, and because it doesn't use phantom power. It's dynamic. So, my input on this interface is cranked at 100%, and it's yeah. super quiet. They're very clean preamps and everything, and like it's super low latency as well. So when I'm using my guitar with my plugins and stuff, it's just like almost real time. There's no delay. It's just that, it's that. fucking perfect. And one yeah, more, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. There yeah. is a thing that I never was able to figure out how people did. I seen them do it on YouTube all the time. So they use these guitar plugins, which is like virtual amplifiers and cabinets, and they were able to play them through their studio monitors as if it was like playing, you know, practicing. I'm like. How do you do, whenever I try to do that, I get a feedback loop and it just goes beep and it doesn't play anything. Wait, I can like, only do it with headphones on. Only with headphones wait, on. Like you can't you can't monitor your own guitar through your monitors? No. Like if I hear the DI signal, just the instrument signal going into my interface, I could hear that. But like the 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 amplified sound, the distorted sound, I could not play it through my speakers because I'd get like a feedback loop. I could only do it with my headphones on. Like my headphones plugged in, that was the only way it worked. And I wanted to be able to play through my studio monitors, and wow. I could never figure it out. With this PreSonus device, it lets me do it. I don't know if it's a loopback feature that was in the other ones that just was fucked up, but this one lets me do it. So when I play, and on top of that, sorry, this is a rant, but like on top of that. Since I can play through them when I work in Cubase to record stuff, I don't need to wear headphones to record my guitar parts. Because the problem yeah. I used to have with my old mixer is when I was recording parts, let's say I have a, a track, right? I need to record two guitar tracks. I already have a bass track down and a drum track down. Mm -hmm. Well, when I would go to record, if I was able to get it to play through my speakers or even just my headphones, when I was going to record uh, the... whenever I, Not my headphones, but when I got it through the speakers... Whenever I found some weird, janky way to get it to work, it'd have a loopback turned on. So when I recorded the guitar parts and soloed the guitar part, it had the drum and bass thing in it because they were playing with it. Yeah. But now I can play through my studio monitors with all my live effects on. I can yeah. record with other tracks on there, and it won't record those tracks to that track. It'll just be the straight-up yeah. guitar. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Huh, that's, my rant is over. So it's basically like it took all your inputs and just put them in one anyways. It solved all like, of the issues not, I had. Not 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 the not the personas <laughs> one, but the issues you had. It's like what I'm hearing is that it's almost like it would take all the inputs and put them in and like force them through one. It, it I don't know what the, I think it's a loopback feature because I have a controller for the interface on my computer that I can control the sample rate and the latency and all this crazy yeah. stuff on it, right? And Or like the buffer size, not the latency, but the buffer size affects the latency. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's a loopback thing that I can turn on and off. I, and I think that's what it is. Because a loopback yeah. would be if you recorded a single track and there's other tracks playing, it would record those other tracks with it. With the off, mm -hmm. it'll just isolate that track. Mm-hmm. It's really confusing and weirdly weird to explain, but it's no, just... I, know. I mean, I've had that problem before, but I, I figured it out. It's just, it's That's solved all my issues. Honest audio box. Is it the one with the two inputs? It's not the audio box. No, oh, it's not the, the audio personas. box. It's a more expensive PreSonus. Okay, okay. So I had a PreSonus audio box, um, which actually worked very well, and it, it gave me the DAW that I've upgraded, but I... Studio used. One? 
Studio One Four, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it gave me the artist version, but my dad ended up buying the. Uh, what's the step up? It's nice. It it gets the job done. It's well, I, I'll, it's actually really nice. It's I mean, a lot of big studios use it. Like a lot of, you know, producers use it. It's like, it's one of the DAWs people use. It's it does have its advantages, I think, to like. <laughs> Pro Tools, whereas Pro Tools is nice and all, it's the industry standard, but I it's feel super like expensive. That and it's also there's just so much like there's a lot of steps you have to do to get one effect, whereas Studio One or Cubase or wherever you whatever you use will it'll do it for you. I don't know. There's Pro Tools is nice, but there's a lot of like annoying little nuances you have to do to like. <clears throat> get something the way you want it which is fine because there's a lot of room for adjustment which is good but i've always used cubase and i still do for the most part but i've been slowly making the switch to reaper Mm. yeah reaper's nice it's very 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 nice it's probably one of the most underrated daws that you can use and it's probably one of the best that you can use like it is powerful as all hell you can do Mm -hmm. a lot Mm mm-hmm you no, just got to learn how to what, use it. That's what Noah uses, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, you can you basically use it for free, too, but... Yeah, true. <clears throat> I mean, the license is only, like, 60 bucks. I mean, come on. Don't be a fucking yeah. cheap fuck. Just buy it. Support the people who make it. There's a lot of good free ones. There's a free version of Studio One. There's Hell like yeah, man. I free... use Audacity for all of my recordings. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, dude... I used to record it with Audacity. Dude, so did I because it's free and it was the first. It's good. Like if I want to record just like a straight up signal of something, yeah, then I'll yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. I do import it into Cubase or whatever to add compression and stuff like that to it. But Well, like I used it because you know how I have that modeling amp, that PV modeling amp? I thought you were going to say I, the Line 6. I was like, yeah, just fucking throw it out the window. No, no, no. <laughs> not the Line 6 Spider, no. I have the uh, the the on-brand version of that, which is a PV Viper 2. But Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's decent. Modeling <laughs> amps are just... I'm being pes- I'm being pessimistic, but I modeling amps are ass. If you're a start if you're a starting guitarist, you it really doesn't matter. But I mean obviously I would want a better amp now, but like Yeah. Um Definitely. So like when I first started because I could uh whatever whatever cord what's the really thick USB that most interfaces use to plug into the to your computer? USB type B? Or you? Oh, you mean just regular USB, like uh, to plug in your computer? Is USB Type A? That's USB Type A. But if you plug it, but if I you're talking w- about the one that looks in. like a house, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that looks like a house is Type B. Well, no, it's this one. Yeah, it's Type B. Okay. Yeah. I'm so pretty sure. Because I could, because I could use that. Yeah, because USB. A is regular USB, the rectangle. Okay. That's A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's micro. And then micro, there's, and then C. And then there's C, which is oval. Okay. Yes. So, 
anyways, so <clears throat> because I could use a the USB Type B straight from my amp into the computer, I just used Audacity as the bypass just to record that signal. Mm -hmm. Which actually, I ended up using a microphone instead of the cord straight into the computer because holy because shit, because that was ass. Because it because well, a little audio tip, you can usually get better signal through a because it was a, a I'm pretty sure it's a ten inch speaker. You can you get better signal through a speaker than you can if your if your modeling <laughs> amp will pump a little. Because and you want to know why signal through a USB cord. You want to know why? Because yeah, it why it did one of two things with it going to that. It either did one of two things specifically. Compressed it? it? Nope. Well, distortion will compress the signal. That's what just part of what distortion does. But it does one of two things. One, it either sent you the straight up signal from the amp without a cabinet, which will sound like fucking demonic hell. Because it has no cabinet, or the cabinet impulse, or the IR, the impulse response, was really shitty. Which, an impulse response is, <clears throat> in the world of digital amps, impulse responses are snapshots of signal chains. So, if you listen to an amplifier without a cabinet, it's really, really harsh and really, really crappy sounding. An IR is something that gets loaded into a cabinet simulator and it'll simulate different cabinets. So you can have one amp with 30 different IRs and mix them however you want. So I can take a 4x12 Marshall, throw my Marshall amp on top of it, put a microphone up to it, download a program that sends a, a freak frequency sweep that goes from the lowest to the highest. It goes... And it records how the whole thing responds to it. You'd play it through the amp. And it records how everything and with, responds. And it's like that knowledge, it'll use your guitar, guitar inputs to take yes. those sounds and mimic them. Yes, it's very complex, weird stuff, but it's it's very cool. But that's probably what but it also, did. But also not very good for recording studio no <laughs> or any, no or even it's demos notoriously bad for like straight up recording from a modeling amp like that it's just notoriously bad in the guitar world it's yeah just use it to practice or listen to yourself <laughs> i would almost be on the edge of don't even get your kid a modeling amp like that like don't <laughs> even even if they're a beginner don't even do that because it's just Actually, it doesn't you know sound good in today's society if your kid has a laptop just buy him bias effects too and get an interface Mm. And I'll have all the amps. Bias effects is 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 good, I guess. I'd I'd rather get a Kemper. In all honesty, or positive grid. Positive grid's okay. Kemper, but, I mean, yeah, Kempers are expensive though. Bias that's the reason why I don't have one. <laughs> Bias Otherwise, I would about a hundred bucks for the cheapest version. Yeah, I mean, there's good stuff, and there's free. What? Dude, that the Kemper is what, like a thousand, two thousand? I'll have to show you. There's some free, there's freeware out there, like free plugins and stuff. There's free amps out there that are amp plugins yeah. that are fucking phenomenal, and they're free. There's this one amp plugin I used. Uh, it was like five bucks, not even, but it had like a bunch of different metal amps. But it was like a starting uh, metal plugin. It's called Audio Assault. 
yes. very cheap, but it yes, was, yep. Audio Salt makes really good stuff. Yeah, it's very very nice. It's a it's a weird world where I'm playing guitar amps through my computer, and they sound really close to the real thing. Yeah. Ooh, foot cramp. Which God, sucks damn. because eventually you know that the shtick of buying an actual amp is probably not going to be a thing anymore. That will never go away. That will never go you away. And so? I, nope, I, it'll never go away. And I'll tell you why. Because even though I love the guitar simulator, the amp simulators that I have, because the ones that I have are fucking amazing, there is two different things. There's one. If you're a trained ear and you've been playing guitar for a while, there is a big difference between a digital amp and an analog amp. They do have a different sound. Uh, even if it's like, hey, here's a Marshall and here's a plug-in version of the Marshall, they will sound, for the most part, different. Digital signal is very different than analog. The other thing is, there is nothing, there is nothing, no simulator can get it exactly right. There's nothing like playing through an actual tube amplifier and getting the, re- the the response that you get from playing that through an actual cabinet. It's such an amazing and powerful feeling that's so different than using a modeler or like a simulator. It just can't be replicated. That'll never go away. I don't think it ever oh, will. Yeah. Never. I, I'll use it really my... Starts I use my my plugins and stuff to record stuff because it's 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 easy and it it sounds good, but I will always still have physical amps. I mean, I got a fucking well, orange get, sitting over once here. Once you get in the like, studio, once you get in the studio, they're gonna hook you up to an amp. Yeah, because they just sound better. But the the thing is, it's harder to record real amps because you have to learn how to mic a cab and do all that fancy shit. It's and worth it's, it. It's it worth is it. big time, big time. Don't. I mean, but what's cool about a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, uh, the softwares is that they also mimic a lot of those microphone placements. So you could even that's what IRs yourself. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could teach yourself the, uh, I don't know, microphone play. Which I mean, it's not going to get it perfect, but it oh, shows you pretty much what it. You're talking about the plugins where you can move the microphone around on the cabinet, like drag oh, yeah, it. And bias effects and bias effects. They just. Uh, they let you have a microphone placement, and even yeah. the, the the Roland TD fifty uh, K, this drum kit, electronic kit, in uh, uh, the brain you can actually adjust where you want microphones to be too. Oh, <laughs> really? Drums, which is which cool. is stupid. Like, oh, it's cool. It's so versatile, but I mean, it's it's very. If you know what you're doing, you could probably make it sound a million times better. I mean, yeah. But, but, but that's hard too, miking up an actual acoustic yeah. drum set. Oh no, I I mean me and uh me and Noah were messing around with that and the different types of overheads we, we used and especially with the dual drum kit, since we played close together, we were like, Alright, well how are we gonna do this? We're not gonna need too many microphones because we're eventually gonna start bleeding. You just use yeah, I don't know how you would do that because you're in the same room. We we eventually, I think we just used one overhead per kit. It like wasn't I mean that, that big of a deal, and then used, and then toms, and then we both had a kick and snare. Uh, it didn't sound too bad. But no, uh, miking 
I don't know. I would say miking a drum kit is definitely harder than miking an amp, but finding mm. a tone of an amp is probably as hard as. They're both very difficult. Yeah. I wouldn't say one is harder than the other, but they're both they're both difficult. I wouldn't say one's more difficult than the other, but they're both very hard. Um. Man. Oh, I know. I, I forget what band it was. Yeah, me too. But <laughs> my dad told me there was this one band where the drummer literally took three days to find a, a snare sound he liked. Oh, three I mean, days. that's normal. That's normal. Not usually three days. I mean, like you'll spend at I, least I the first three days day to find. Three days to find the drum kit sound. I mean, yeah. this man spent a couple days on one drum. I mean, he probably had the money to do it, so I mean, why not? And it still sounded like shit. It was probably Metallica or something. They just put a sample <laughs> over anger. it. They just put a sample over it and and go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that the fucking not say anger, but like the black album snare. That's, that's a pretty bad. good that, sound. That drum snare. kit sound is a very nice drum kit yes, sound. Yes, very, I mean, that's, very. That's the drum kit sound everyone wanted. Every metal band wanted. Well, if you're doing big, but, like, boom, 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 like big stuff I mean, like yeah, that. But if you're doing, like, crazy, brrr, it's not going to. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to need some more uh, clicky clickiness. But. And welcome to the ASMR portion of the podcast. Totally what I was gonna say. How could you? How could you Maybe blank? About metallic. I don't know. I think because you kept saying, getting me sidetracked with uh, <laughs> Lars Ulrich's drum incredible kit sound playing from the Black Era. Yeah. His incredible. Oh God, speaking of it, speaking of his playing, uh, look up a video of him playing live in Rio. One. In like twenty. Yeah, in like 2016. (laughs) You'll think to yourself, how is he still in the band? Because he runs it. (laughs) He wears the pants in the band. He pretty much does. He does. There's no pretty much. He fucking does, and he always has. It's, it's, yeah. That's why if Dave Mustaine never would have left Metallica, they probably would have killed each other. Probably. Like, they're I mean, all so stubborn. Dave would have killed Lars, most definitely. That's no doubt for me. Not just because I like him more, but because he's actually trained in martial arts. And then Kirk would have cried because Lars was his lover. Oh no! <laughs> you mean you mean you mean Kirk cotton candy hair? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that whole thing when him and Lars were like awkwardly close? Well, they wore like eyeliner. Yeah, I mean, I think that was just a, a, a publicity look kind of thing, and I think they were fucking around. It's still kind of weird. I mean, hey, you get close to people like that, what are you gonna do? That's true. I mean, what when you're the biggest metal band in the world? Oh my gosh! How That's insane, dude! How that must feel. Tell me why. Random off topic subject but you know corpse grinder yeah from cannibal corpse mm-hmm. he's worth he's worth like six million dollars wow 
Would you look at that? I, I was just like, I was just like for a lame death metal band. I'm just kidding. They're not lame, but just for a death metal band. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, Tommy Aldridge, the big, the big, poofy hair metal drummer or hard rock drummer who played with Ozzy Osbourne and White Snake and Deep Purple. He's only worth three million. Only darn. But this corpse grinder dude who windmills and dude, he looks like a thumb. <laughs> George Fisher, I think his name is. He looks like a hey, thumb. Hey, we might be able to get him on here. Don't call him a thumb. Dude, I wish he was on here. Oh my gosh. What are you going to call I him a thumb to his face like over video? I mean, I'm sure he's heard it before. You should you laugh. You're going to be like, uh, do you remember, uh, or how'd you feel when all your people were on TV in the Spy Kids movie? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Spy Kids. Apparently, his neck is so big because he used to lift weights in high school. And he also just windmills all the time. Can't do it anymore. I used to be double jointed in my thumb. I can do this, but you can't do that. Hmm? But you can't do that, can't do bitch. Either. Come Box on, do this. Thing. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, I used to do the same thing. Oh, is that what you're doing? Straighten, straighten your, straighten your uh, finger like this. Straight, mofo. Straight. No bend. See how it's pointed straight out. I think I can. I can do that with my. Uh, I can't do that with my middle finger. I can. It's probably. Easier with my first finger. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now I can't even do it. <laughs> Benefits of dexterous guitar playing. That's like as, that's as straight as you're going to get. I'll that's tell you one. Gonna do. There's one fucked up thing that I know I've injured my pinky in guitar playing. Yeah. It clicks when I do this. It goes donk, 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 donk. <laughs> when I move my pinky, it like clicks into place. Oh, well. Dude. I feel like drumming has messed up my first fingers because they like twist inward. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've thought the same but thing. I've about my picking hand. Always, you always have that pressure on your first finger, just like pulling like that. Yeah, I mean, I've thought the same thing about my picking hand with my with my finger turned in like this, my pointer yeah. finger when doing this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's like turned in. I've always looked at my two fingers like, is it turned more than the other? Like I've <laughs> deformed myself. You're like, I'm definitely not a hand model. That's No, definitely out. not. I got fucking manly, fucked up, scarred, and sausage finger hands. Oh, gosh. I can't even imagine someone looking at my hands. I can't ever, I can't ever let a girlfriend see my hands. Just Here, hold on. You got to put it up and put it on wiki hands, if that's a thing. <laughs> wiki hands. Not wiki feet, but wiki hands. Then they'll know. People whacking off to our hands, man. Oh, I heard a little meow. Yeah, she's being weird. It's late at night. She gets... She's a cat. She starts yeah. going nuts, and then she wants to, like, climb on my lap, and I'm like, fuck off, and then, you know... Whatever. It is what it is. Cats. They're on their own timer. They're yeah. They're on their own they're all on their own brain frequency too. 
they have their did, own way of just are you are are you sure you went and got water did did you not go smoke a fucking blunt no sure about that water though it was ph you never heard the term brain frequency no i've I never making, i was just making a joke i've never this. heard brain frequency in my life what's that what is a frequency oh what's a frequency is that when like i don't know a wave uh, is brain, to no uh, brain frequency when uh how often the brain uh brains and a uh, span of brain uh, of if how frequently uh, it does that said thing it's how how many times the waveform of a sound wave moves in a second Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. No frequency is. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine if we. Holy shit, it is. Oh, uh, can you imagine if we were fucking stoned right now? It probably seems like we are at this point, just with how stupid we got in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm tired, dude. Uh, hey, hey, Jerry. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Hey, Billy. Yo. Yo. All right. Well, I mean, I didn't. I did not realize how late it was. But I mean, we've been going for almost an hour and a half. So if we want to wrap it up at this point, we probably can do that. Yeah, I don't got anywhere. I don't got anything I need to do tomorrow. So. But I'm getting a little, getting a little tired. A little tired. Well, then, I, yeah, we can we can just wrap up now and stop the recording before people get bored. <laughs> What's weird about podcasts is I don't think people really ever get bored with just listening to people talk. No, Especially if, it, if that's what they're in the mood for, or if it's like actually good audio, then it makes it even easier to listen. Unless you get somebody, well, it's like, it good audio. or it sounds like. I'm talking like this, and it sounds like complete trash. Or they're just overly. Hi, welcome to. Hey. Uh, or you hear so all this, ready? Or you hear this? <sighs> hey guys, if uh, if you if you want to keep on talking, there's just a lot of. Ah, cringy. Sorry Cringe. About Sorry about that. Cringe ASMR. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Fuck off. See you later.